Hi, and welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday. My name is John, and this is a podcast where it is my goal to serve you well by providing you up-to-date, creative, and personal travel tips to make the best out of your travel goals. We hope that you enjoy the episode. Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Travel Tips Tuesday. I missed being able to do this last week. Um, but I am glad to be back for another week of Travel Tips Tuesday. Again, if you're popping on, if you're listening to this for the first time um, on a podcast or if it's a repeated time, thank you for doing this. Um, I love being able just to help people and uh, offer some free travel tips uh, while we focused on Disney. Um, but we also take a look at other destinations as well around the world. Occasionally we'll talk about all-inclusives. Occasionally we'll talk about uh, you know, cruises and you know, we spent a lot of time again talking about Walt, Walt Disney World and tonight is no, no exception to that. Uh, but we'll occasionally talk about Disneyland and, and the cruise line and other stuff as well. So if you ever have any questions at all about travel, um, be it Disney or Universal or SeaWorld or, or any worldwide destination, I would love to talk to you about that. You know, no strings attached. Just ask me. I'll you know, shoot me a message on Facebook or email. I'll, I'll let you know how to get in contact with me um, at the end. So thank you for that. Uh, tonight on Travel Tips Tuesday, it is June the 25th, 2019, and we're going to talk about hidden gems at Disney. No, not literal hidden gems, though you can buy some actual gems and rocks while you're at Disney. If, if you want to know where to go, um, let me know, but it's not what we're talking about. We're going to focus on two specific areas because you could spend a lot of time talking about the off-the-beaten-path kind of experiences or... Um, maybe on the beaten path, but maybe not seen as well, uh, kind of experiences to have. And we're going to talk about some that you know, some that you may not know. Uh, so I hope that you enjoy tonight's discussion. So again, we're talking about hidden gems at Disney, at Walt Disney World, in the parks, and also at resorts. Uh, so with over 25 different resorts, and I say over 25 because there are some that are in various stages of development right now, we're not going to go over all the different things that you are, you're, you're gonna, you can do at the resorts. We're going to focus mainly in on one and mention a couple of things um, that you can do at, a, at another one. So let's get into it, shall we? Uh, in the parks and, and really outside of the parks as well, this is one thing that a lot of people know about. If you go to Walt Disney World, this is one thing that's, that's probably, uh, yes, it's a literal hidden thing, uh, but people are looking for them all over the place the moment you step foot on property even in some cases before you literally step foot on property you can see some of these from the air and i think you know what i'm talking about i'm talking about hidden mickeys and there are lots of different types of books about hidden mickeys that are out there that you can buy lots of different resources online you know other other blogs and different places that can tell you where to go to look for certain ones there's no actual uh tally or count um, that exists for hidden mickeys because as attractions develop uh, Imagineers will find creative ways to fit hidden Mickeys into them, and nobody really knows how many there are. Uh, they are in and around attractions. They are in and around resort hotels. Um, they're, they're everywhere. So once you get on Disney property, keep your eyes peeled. Um, and that can be anything from the simple shape or outline of a Mickey uh, to uh, something that actually re resembles Mickey. Maybe it's uh, you know, maybe it's actual a Mickey Mouse in and of itself. It's just so well hidden. It's just it's just hard to see. And they call it hidden Mickey. Um, again, you can see if you're creative, um, you can see some hidden Mickeys from the air. And you can Google search it, and you can see what I'm talking about. Um, but hidden Mickeys are everywhere. And again, there are resources, official resources, and books that you can go to look to find that will catalog a lot of them. Uh, but again, uh, it's just kind of one of those fun things to do. You know, you can go to resort hotels. Uh, many of them. 
and go to the front desk. And some of them actually have hidden Mickey challenges where you can walk around the resort hotels and look for them. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a great thing to do on a rainy day, especially because uh, a lot of those are, are inside. They're not necessarily all outside. Uh, and again, that's going to vary from resort hotel to resort hotel while you're staying, uh, at, staying at Disney. The second thing I want to talk about uh, in the park specifically are card games. So, so some of you, if you've ever been to Disney or maybe you've been researching a trip, you've heard about these card games that people play. And I'm not talking like a deck of cards if you've got, you know, four suits and you're playing cards. These are uh, more of cards that have different, you know, characters and, you know, powers and levels and different things associated with them. And most of these games are, are free. There, there's some very minor costs associated with some of them. But a lot of these games are free once you get into the parks. Um, so the first one that comes to mind is Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Uh, it's one of the more popular games that you can play. Uh, and you can go into property. Once you go into property, you go into the parks. Um, that's a game that you can play. It doesn't take the whole day. You can make it take the whole day if you want to. Uh, but you don't have to, and this is one of those things that even on some certain special events, they will hand out different sorcerer cards that you can you know, keep in your library and play at different times. And uh, each card kind of does something a little bit different along the way. So uh, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, it's a great game uh, for really kids of all ages. And they do have games like this also on board some of the Disney Cruise Line ships um, as well. So if you're interested in that, let me know and tell you more about it. Uh, the next thing is this, finding the, finding the hidden Pascal. So, you know, Pascal, the little chameleon from uh, Tangled, from the Rapunzel story that, uh, that, that Disney produced several years ago. My girls love it. Uh, we, we own it on Blu-ray, and we watch it all the time. We've, we've watched the cartoon series. Um, but the old Skyliner uh, that used to exist, not the one that's being built now, but the one that used to exist, um, the buckets that went across the Magic Kingdom many years ago, uh, on, on where one of those stations was, uh, Disney removed that um, many years ago, and then they eventually uh, replaced it with these amazing bathrooms, these beautiful, uh, ornate bathrooms themed to the story of Rapunzel and Tangled. And the Imagineers hid, hid the chameleon named Pascal all over the place. So being you know, chameleons, kind of the you know, namesake there, uh, what they are, um, they're, they're hard to find. It's one of those things that's fun to do. So next time you go over that way, even if you don't have to go to the bathroom per se, go by the Tingle bathrooms. They're beautiful. It's an awesome area. There's lots of, there's plenty of stroller parking over there in Fantasyland. If you're looking for a spot to go, uh, it's, it's the, it's the place just to kind of hang out and relax for a little bit. If you're looking for something, but it's, it's mostly shaded too over there. So that's kind of nice as well. Um, the next thing is this ancient peas world showcase adventure at Epcot. So, there's, there are a lot of these different type of card games with sort of uh, mostly free extras that you can do uh, at a lot of these parks uh, around, around Walt Disney World. Uh, Agent P's World Showcase Adventure is, is one of them that's been in existence for many years. There have been many variations of this particular World Showcase Adventure. There are some rumors that this one might even be replaced and updated to something else here pretty soon. Uh, the next thing is this is Kid Cot Fun Stops in Epcot. So around World Showcase, there are you know several different countries that are that are represented, and in, in these countries, there's a Kidcot stop where you can go and you can talk to you know a cast member that is from this particular area, from this particular country uh, that is being represented by that particular pavilion. Um, and there are different activities and things that you can do uh, at each one. It's just kind of fun. It's it's a little extra thing to do. So. You know, people ask me sometimes, you know, should I skip Epcot? I've got a million reasons why you should not skip Epcot. If you could fit Epcot into your day, you need to do it. You will not be disappointed. 
Um, and it is, it is more than just a glorified field trip. I promise you that. It's an amazing place. Lots of different things for kids to do. Attractions, little things like this, hidden gems. Uh, for sure. Um, and then I'm going to talk about one other thing that you can do at the parks, and that's the Wilderness Explorers. So over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and I had the chance to do a little bit of this back in May uh, when I went to a conference and had the chance to go on a little VIP tour with uh, a Disney Imagineer by the name of McNair Wilson and one of my good buddies, Terry Weaver, who has been on, um, ter- who's been on Travel Tips Tuesday before uh, with me. Uh, he, he, they kind of took us around and showed us uh, some kind of little details about the park. And one of the things that we did, even though, you know, these guys are super experienced Disney people. I mean, way beyond, you know, where, where I am, where many people I know are. We did the Wilderness Explorers. We took the pledge. You know, we got some badges. We got the, the little books. I have it over sitting on my kitchen table right now. I meant to bring it over here. But um, it's it's a cool little thing. You know, it doesn't cost you anything to do that. You just show up and there's a little... Kind of kind of booth. It's open at not all day long, but it's open pretty awkwardly throughout the day. And you take the Wilderness Explorers pledge, and you know you get your first little badge, and you go down to little stations. There's a map where most of them are, and you know you do little little tasks and activities at each one. It's a lot of fun. You know, it's it's a way. You know, you, you learn different things about different parts of the world and in different animals, and it's it's a fun thing too. Uh, so it doesn't take a lot of time out of your day to do it. It's kind of one of those go as you do thing. In fact, most of these little card games, little extras that I'm talking about are. Uh, they don't take a lot more time out of your day any more than you want them to. Uh, they're just, they're a lot of fun to do uh, for kids of all ages. Um, the next thing that we're going to talk about, aside from card games and park, we've got actually three more things. Um, the first one is riding rides with a view during fireworks. So if you can catch an attraction that's outside, so this is mostly going to be for, uh, say, Magic Kingdom or uh, even even Hollywood Studios, say if you're riding Tower of Terror and you've got a you know, little view of some of the you know, different shows that are going on there, you can get some pretty cool uh, and pretty um, amazing views. So if you don't want to have to wait for you know, a while to get your spot, save your spot for the perfect spot for fireworks, take pictures, and blah, 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 um, if, if you can skip that, if that's something that you're not dead set on doing, consider going riding some rides during those shows because the wait times are going to be lower and you're going to get some pretty cool views, especially if they're facing in that, that direction. Um, you know, one of the other cool things you can do at Magic Kingdom is, you know, be on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad if, uh, if, ha- if Happily Ever After is going on. And if, you know, that, that, that's a pretty cool thing. If you can make that happen, you'll get some pretty neat views. Or uh, say the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, the People Movers, that's, that's another kind of cool, relaxing thing to do. And still kind of give it a show uh, while, uh, the, while the fireworks are going on. The next thing is this, Tom Sawyer's Island at Magic Kingdom is definitely a hidden gem. If you have never been to Tom Sawyer's Island, you've just kind of seen these little, you know, river boats go around. You've seen the Liberty Bell drive around the river or right around the river. You've seen, um, you know, the little tiny small river boats that that are operated by little river boat captains. They'll take you from one side to the other, uh, you know, to Tom Sawyer's Island. Those are kind of fun to do. There's some trails. There's a fort on there. Um, it's actually a lot quieter than you might think on Tom Sawyer's Island. So if you're looking for a place just to relax and maybe um, just sort of rest inside the park, consider going there. Um, it's it's shaded. It's a lot quieter. You know, if you have young ones, you can you can take the child in, in a stroller and let them nap in the stroller while you catch some shade and just sort of chill for a little bit. So check out Tom Sawyer's Island while you're there for sure. 
And last but not least, and this is a sore subject, uh, if you've heard about this, you know, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from rumor mills and these kinds of things on here. But one of my favorite, one of my most beloved attractions uh, that my dad actually asked me, about, asked me about almost every time he hears that we go to Disney, we're talking about it. He's like, are those bears still there? Uh, yes, they are still there for now. But if you're a fan of the Country Bear Jamboree, or if you know it, um, it is a wonderful attraction and is a beloved attraction. It's one of the last ones that Walt Disney himself had his hands on. Not at this particular one, but as far as the design phase, the idea phase, um, of course, he was not—he was not around for the opening of the Walt Disney World Resort. But uh, there's a lot of amazing stories and backstories and technology that went into to creating that. Um, it's, it's a wonderful—it's a wonderful story. It holds a lot of people. It's a great way to come in and, and catch a break during the day and get some awesome AC. Um, it is a Disney classic. So if you are a fan of of original rides, the Country Bear Jamboree is one of those. Go and, and see it. Uh, spend some time there. You usually won't have to wait too long, uh, but it's definitely classic to go and check out uh, and rest for a little bit. It's pretty entertaining, too. It's cute. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. I love it. So we spent some time talking about the parks, and now we're going to shift over to the resorts. As I mentioned earlier, we're only focusing in on a couple of the resorts. The first one is Art of Animation. We're only going to spend a couple of moments here. Uh, Art of Animation is one of my favorite resorts for a few reasons. One, the theming is absolutely amazing. Um, you go there, and it's just, I mean, it's, it's a value resort, but it does not have that feel. It is an amazing resort. It has a lot of different things available for kids of all ages to do. And, and one of them, it's got an amazing pool, an amazing pool, the big blue pool. Um, and it's wonderfully themed. They play music underwater. It's, an, it's just a fun place. You need to go you need to check it out. You need to go to State Art of Animation uh, and, and check out the big blue pool there. There's also some other pools and just the theming of the hotel. I could go on and on about the whole thing. Um, but anyway, so aside from the big blue pool, there's this little thing called animation classes. So there have been some rumors that animation classes are going to be brought um, by, they're going to be, there are rumors that are going to be, uh, these animation classes are going to be brought back uh, to the parks eventually. So we, we've heard some about that recently, but those animation classes, if you want to know how to draw one of your favorite characters, throughout the day they're offered at Art of Animation Resort. And you don't have to be staying there to do this. So you can actually show up at the resort or say you're at one of the parks and you want to leave for a midday break and you're not staying there. Just leave the, leave, leave the park or leave Disney Springs, wherever you are. Hop a bus or over to uh, Art of Animation and learn how to draw some characters and check out some pretty cool things while you're there. So there's a lot of really neat things that you can experience. So the next resort we're going to talk about, we're going to camp out here. <laughs> you can see where I'm going with this here in a second is Fort Wilderness. So Fort Wilderness is one of the larger resort areas on property. It is in the Magic Kingdom Resort area, and there's a lot to do there. And this place, Fort Wilderness, is, is on, uh, it's kind of on my Disney bucket list. I've never stayed uh, at the cabins or on the campgrounds or the Wilderness Lodge or in that particular area before. Um, I feel like I have because I know a lot of people that have gone there uh, and, and done a lot of different things. So I'm going to run down a list here. These are just some of the things many of the popular things that you can do, okay? So here we go. Uh, swimming pools. So most ho resort hotels having swimming, have swimming pools. The, the Wilderness Resort area is no exception. Uh, there's one in the kind of campground uh, cabins area they have access to. There's also some at Wilderness Lodge as well. Um, arcades, the Tri-Circle D Ranch. You want to go on a horseback ride? They, you can do that at Disney. 
Um, this little place called the Bike Barn. You can rent bikes there. Uh, you can also rent a golf cart. So the wilderness uh, resort areas is, is so big uh, that you know a lot of people. There are numerous bus stops kind of scattered around. So if you're you know you're thinking about staying there, going there, um, you know don't worry about that. There's a bus stop within walking distance of where you are. But if you want to explore the area, uh, highly suggest renting a golf cart while you're there. They have them for rent. Um, in the wilderness area and wilderness resort area for wilderness. Uh, so that's definitely something to check out. I would love to talk to you more about that if you're interested. One of the really cool things about golf carts at, at, at Fort Wilderness, if you're there um, around the holidays especially, hey, Veronica, if you're there around the holidays especially, one of the really cool things that they do, and this is kind of an unofficial, it's unofficial but unofficial. It started unofficial, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's still an unofficial thing. Um, but folks that will, you know, bring their RVs and that stay there will deck out their golf carts. You know, there'll be lights, they'll, they'll be, you know, themed out and just, anyway, it's a really cool thing. Go search on YouTube, you know, after I'm done here a little bit, search golf part, golf cart parades, you know, Fort Wilderness and you'll be thoroughly entertained. Uh, I promise you. It's a really neat thing uh, that a lot of people do and kind of one of those, again, off the beaten path, hidden gem experiences uh, at Fort Wilderness. The next thing is this, the Wilderness Back Trail Adventure. So it, it truly does feel like a wilderness when you're out there. It does not feel like you know, the Magic Kingdom is a stone's throw away from where you are. I mean, you're out in the woods. There's wildlife out there uh, that you can encounter, that you can see. Uh, there's a lot of really, really neat things to, to look at. Uh, there's also this little thing called the Chippendale <coughs> excuse me, Campfire Sing-Along. And this is one of the only, uh, if not the only, open character greeting uh, that I'm aware of that's regularly part of Walt Disney World property outside of one of the parks. So there are, you know, character dining experiences at, at a lot of the hotels. Uh, you know, Santa Goofy even shows up uh, at Disney Springs during the holidays a lot of times. But if you want to hang out with a character and not have to pay anything extra and you just want to show up and, and sing along and have a good time, go to Fort Wilderness. Um, you know, ask about the, the, the campfire sing-along with Chip and Dale. You'll have a lot of fun. Uh, it's a great experience. So the Chippendale Campfire Sing Along. The next thing is this, this little thing called the Pioneer Hall Playground. It's a lot of fun for kids. The jogging trails. So if you're a runner, there are plenty of trails uh, to, to jog around. There are some maps available as well for you. Uh, the marina. So if you want to you know, rent any boats and move around a little bit that way, it's a lot of fun. Uh, food. There's some good food uh, on, on the area. I want to pause very briefly to let you know about this thing. If you don't know about it already, called the Hoopty Doo musical review shout out to my new friend rob lot that i just met uh, who's a cast member who's part of this show the hoop to do musical review if you have never experienced the hoop to do musical review you absolutely need to some great food it's a lot of fun it's interactive it will have you laughing um it's just it's an amazing place totally agree kawan he says walt disney uh is is awesome uh walt disney world is a great place Check out the Hoopty Doo musical review. You will not be disappointed. It sounds kind of cheesy. It sounds kind of, you know, like, eh, you know. But no, it's not. It, it is a fun, 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 engaging show. And I do hope that you'll check that out someday and go there. Uh, advanced reservations are required. Um, if you want to know about that and what that entails, please let me know. Um, also, there are a lot of different places that you can stay uh, at Fort Wilderness, uh, like, the, like the cabins that I've mentioned. Uh, the cabins at Fort Wilderness are one of my favorite moderate resort hotels uh, on property for a number of reasons. Number one, they're kind of, they kind of feel more secluded. Uh, they're also you know, spread out you know, for large families like me. Uh, there are only a few places on property that will hold you know, families of six. 
Um, a lot of the moderate resorts have places that will hold five in some of the fifth sleeper rooms, um, but there are not many places that will hold six. And you can actually stay in one of the cabins for a fairly reasonable price, um, you know, depending on the time of year and you know what you're going to be doing and things of that nature, uh, and have a great time. Um, the, the amenities are great. You know, there's a, there's a kitchen in there. Uh, the, the housekeeping will even come and do your dishes for you if you do want to cook while you're there. So if you're thinking about placing, you know, I want a kitchen, I want to cook for myself, I want to stay on property, but I don't want to spend an arm and a leg for a grand villa, go stay in the cabin. You'll have a great time. Um, and people will come in and clean up after you. <laughs> um, and there's even a little shop at the trading post there um, at Fort Wilderness where you can get a lot of you know, different groceries and things if you want to grill out and things of that nature. So um, check it out. The cabins are awesome. The campground, if you're looking for a place to stay on Disney and you're looking to save, save some money but you want to stay uh, on property, you may want to have a little bit of a different experience, go to Disney and camp out. I mean, bring your tent. You know, rough it for a little bit. There are shower houses and there's stuff like that that are available for you. Um, but don't don't feel like that you've got to go down there and do everything just the way everybody else does. I mean, have a little bit of different experience. My wife and I have a friend uh, that's a Disney Vacation Club member and uh, does this has done this several times. So she she speaks very highly of it. So if, if you want to camp out at Disney, you can do that. I uh, would love to talk to you about how that works. Uh, you can also, of course, as I mentioned, bring an RV. Uh, if you're an RVer, uh, whether it's a full-size, you know, bus, luxury-size RV uh, or, or a tow-behind camper trailer kind of thing, there are spots and hookups there for that. Um, you know, all of these things that I just mentioned, and not just the cabins, but also the, the, um, the campground, whether you're a tent or RV, uh, do require reservations as well as Disney's Wilderness Lodge Resort. So if you're looking for more of a deluxe style feel, but in that area, uh, there's the Wilderness Lodge that has this wonderful, beautifully themed uh, Grand Atrium that's very similar in feel uh, to the Grand Californian. Uh, if you're familiar with Disneyland out in California, it's one of the three Disney Resort hotels that are out there. Uh, very similar theming, uh, but where this, this particular resort is situated, uh, it, it's, it, it feels like you're out there in it. And there are some, you know, again, deluxe villa-style accommodations down to standard rooms available uh, at that resort. Um, there's, there are character meals that are available, a lot of different things that you could do at, at Wilderness Lodge. So we'd love to talk to you about that particular hotel. Um, there's a whole other set of things. So a lot of things I just mentioned are kind of more uh, closer to where the cabins are, where the campground area is. Uh, at the Wilderness Lodge, specifically in that area the, uh, of, the, of the property, there are a whole host of other things that you can do associated with that specific resort hotel itself. You know, it's not far from where a lot of the other things I just mentioned are, uh, but there are a lot of other things you can do at the hotel um, that, that are not part of the um, other things you can do kind of closer to the campground and cabins and things of that nature. So, again, same sort of, you know, Fort Wilderness area uh, located in the Magic Kingdom kind of portion of Walt Disney World. Um, it's not actually inside Magic Kingdom, but it's just outside it kind of right on the, the, the lagoon uh, area. So um, that's a lot to talk about tonight. Again, we spent a lot of time talking about hidden gems at Disney and different things that you can do that uh, people may or may not know about you know I've, I've also talked before about some free things that you can do at disney uh or, or even mostly free things that you can do uh, there's there's disney springs didn't really talk about that uh you know there's a christmas tree trail on the holidays uh, there's also this little thing called the void which is a hidden gem it is it is a paid experience but if you love star wars or you love 
Uh, the character Wreck-It Ralph from the recent, you know, Ralph Breaks the Internet that was released not too long ago, um, or, or the original Wreck-It Ralph movie, you can virtually kind of enter their world uh, and, and play, basically play along a game, and there's a video that they'll give you at the end that kind of kind of follows you through your experience there. It's a really cool thing. It's at Disney Springs called The Void, again, for Star Wars or Wreck-It Ralph. There are a couple of different opportunities there. There's some other things you can do around Disney Springs as well. And we didn't really talk about pin trading. Um, that's one of the things that you can do that's kind of a you know hidden in sight sort of thing. So if you're a first-timer going to Disney and you see all these people wearing lanyards with these different pins and different things, you're like, what is that? Do you cast members wearing them? And uh, if you go up to a cast member and you say, hey, I want to trade you for a pin that you, you may have, even maybe the one that you have is the one that everybody else has, but a cast member has the one that's maybe a limited edition. They have to trade with you. So uh, pin trading is a really cool thing to do. So th think about that. It's a great thing to do to get your kids involved and, um, and, and, to, and to meet different people. So the cast members love doing that. So if you have any particular things that I did not cover tonight, uh, there's a thread that I posted in my story and on my news feed uh, earlier today about you know, different things that you consider hidden gems that you like to do. Uh, you can go and check out that thread or you can post something here uh, in the comments below. I would love to talk to you about that. I'd love to hear what you have to say because I'm all about the idea that we need to learn from each other. We need to you know, experience life together and lean on each other and find out more things because you know, maybe I've experienced something that you haven't or maybe you haven't experienced you've experienced something that, that I haven't. So um, would love to hear from you. So if you do have any questions uh, about Walt Disney World travel or travel in general, I would love to talk to you uh, about that. And lastly, but not leastly, I really appreciate a review in a couple of places. Number one, if I've ever helped you in any way at all uh, with, with travel advice, be it Disney or something else, uh, or if you've booked a trip through me, through me and you've never left me a review, I'd love for you to leave a review on my business Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash travelmation John R. I will leave the, that link in the comments in a little bit. Uh, also, if you're listening on the podcast especially, please leave me a review on the podcast because as you leave me a review, uh, more people are going to be more likely to find out about it. So I would love for you to share that as well. I'll leave the podcast link down below in a little bit. It's available on uh, Apple Podcasts, of course, Spotify, Google, and a number of different other podcast platforms that are out there. So if you've ever got any questions at all, um, my travel planning services are 100% free. I work with Travel Nation based out of Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We are over 300 agents strong around the country, a lot of them that specialize in different areas. So if I don't know something, I have somebody that I can go to that does. And I'm not going to beat around the bush with you. We have a lot of trained experts from, from people that specialize with honeymoons or groups uh, or, or you know family trips. Like That's kind of my, my bread and butter. I love working with family trips. Uh, I've, I've worked with some groups a little bit before. Now I've done a number of different things. So, again, my travel planning services are free. I'm going to work hard for you to save you money. Uh, I'll let you know about the promotions that are out there. And I would love to help you book a 2020 package because those, those things are open now. If you want to book a 2020 Walt Disney World vacation as of this past week, um, they are wide open. I've been helping a lot of people with those and there's a lot of excitement about traveling. It only takes 200 bucks to lock in your trip. 2020 so you can have several months well over a year in some cases uh, to prepare for that so you got any questions that's my sales pitch for tonight but again i appreciate you joining me we do hope you have a magical evening and we'll see you again real soon bye bye